0: Welcome to the X Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their mylar bags. And let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, The X Men. Welcome back. I'm Brian.
1: <laughs> I'm Inessa. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you positive? I'm re- yes, okay. I'm positive.
0: <laughs> Are you. You're not ready for what I'm about to do?
1: maybe not. Okay. What are no, you No, I,
0: I well, I've already said. I mean there's no maybe about it. You're not ready for what I'm about to say. The truth bomb that I'm what, about to say. What settle. you're
1: about to say or what you're about to do because you first said I wasn't ready for what you were about to do. What, what I'm
0: going to do is, is to say, say something.
1: something. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So so all of my words thus far have been correct.
1: Okay.
0: We never recorded for issue 230. No. We never did. <gasps> we never did. In fact, we we haven't released I think we have not released 229 and maybe 228.
1: This has really become a project that's l- literally really just for us. Literally is not the right word there. No, actually really just for us. Well, that's entirely really just for us. That's actually the irony.
0: <laughs> so, uh, when I looked at statistics because I know I have not listened to this
1: <laughs> to this fucking thing in
0: weeks. <laughs> I'll listen to it in my car. That's like ninety nine percent of where I listen to it. Sometimes, if I'm doing dishes or something, I'll have an opportunity to listen to it. Yeah, I've I've not been in my car that much, but well, because we 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 were on vacation. Yep. And there's been this or that or the other thing. Yeah, we so, were on
1: vacation, then we weren't, and then we were again, and then we weren't, yeah, and now we yeah. are going to be again.
0: Okay. So yeah, we released issue two hundred twenty seven on oh, May twenty second, and yeah. I'll uh, yeah. So on May twenty second. Uh, Now, in the past few weeks, the statistics overview, um, April through June, that's just a zero in on June, or even July. July, we've had 78 downloads. Weird. (laughs) So this is actually not for us. So to whoever you are, I know you're downloading it. Downloading it doesn't necessarily mean that you're listening to it. You you could have downloaded it by mistake.
1: (laughs) You could be um, like a, like some sort of weird uh, 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 bot, <laughs> I suppose. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. A, yeah.
0: Yeah. A, a, a web crawler that is just seeing what's out there. Um, I see that over 50% of the downloads have been via an Alexa-enabled device. I can only presume... <laughs>
1: there's some four year old Alexa
0: yeah. <laughs> play x-Men files is uh you like like Alexa uh, uh, gay sex men files or something like that <laughs> is really what's going on
1: maybe I mean I right. hope so
0: <laughs> right so.
1: I, mean, I hope t- that that's how people are finding us, gay sex med files. I, I, yeah, I hope yeah. so. And,
0: and and look, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to like kink shame. It's not even a kink. I I mean, that's just, it's that, pretty vanilla these yeah. days. Um, yeah. It's so mainstream. Um, I, I don't want to uh, call in a question. Anybody's proclivities... Um, I hope that we are reaching out to... I hope that we're, hope that we're allies to our gay male <laughs> listeners out there. If that's are, how you
1: came to us, welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other proof that it's clearly not just us, seven downloads from France. Huh. And I have to assume, again, that somehow in French, vous uh, whatever... <laughs> is somehow yes. translates to "I'd <laughs> like another baguette," <laughs> or whatever it is that they say in France.
1: <laughs>
0: and you give me some other uh, typical I don't French have any shared. French yeah. expressions.
1: The only thing I know how to say in French is if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle.
0: We'll fire away, let's hear it.
1: Okay, si mon mon Ah, how do you say that? In, do you
0: know how to say that in Russian? Если бы у моей тети были яйца,
1: она бы была мой дядя.
0: It felt like it took loads more yeah. syllables. Um,
1: I've been saying if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uh, uncle in French for a long time. I learned okay. that in high school. But yeah, did it sound like more why syllables? Did you,
0: why did you learn that in high school?
1: I had a friend who uh, took French and somehow we came to be discussing Oh. It was probably one of those like <laughs> yeah. tell me, and any
0: time that you're talking about anything in French, like it gets dirty, right? <laughs> it gets dirty pretty quick.
1: No, but it was filthy fuckers those <laughs>
0: French. This, but uh, those uh, it was cheeky. It was people. probably like
1: uh, teach me how to say something in French. Right. Says you know, sixteen year old Inessa, and uh,
0: I-, I know how to say these are very comfortable shoes in
1: Vietnamese.
0: ya mm. quạt mm which might or might not be how to say these are... You know, yeah, this I mean, it, it, could could be anything, yeah. it could be anything. It could be anything. But by all means, the next time... If you use an Alexa-enabled device, say that. That collection of syllables, <laughs> and you're going to download some <laughs> other obscure podcast for no fucking reason whatsoever. So we're going to come back to issue 230 someday. Yes, we are, yeah. Because... We're not prepared to talk about issue two thirty. We're not prepared for issue two thirty one. No, we're just not
1: prepared. Yeah, for anything. But we're here. Not only
0: are we not prepared, it's beyond not prepared. To also not having released episodes that we have. Act. We're like the negative of preparation. We're yeah. actively destroying work that we've done. We
1: have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really been. It's been a. Yeah. Uh, you know. Initially slow, but now possible steep downhill. It's, it's, reverse, it's reverse. progress. <laughs> yeah. Downhill progress on the X Men files.
0: There, there is, and, and as I say often in the introduction, we will get to the X Men. <laughs> um, final point, hopefully, hopefully final detour point for me. The 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 comedy about all of this, I, I I suspect, I strongly suspect that it is very much Generation X driven. Yeah, the Gen X, the whole slackerdom, uh, loser sort of a thing.
1: What our comedy together? This the, the, comedy the, the that we generating, like, like, here? making
0: light of, of being Failure. unproductive, yeah. Yeah. right? I, I, I That feels pretty Gen uh, generation specific. I know that my grandparents' generation would not find this funny no. at all.
1: <laughs> like you said, you were going to do something and then you didn't. Yeah, do like, it. I,
0: I don't understand. <laughs> You've done it
1: poorly when you have done it. It would be
0: just as funny as if, Uh, like, like one of my children came up to me and said, I was going to make a peanut butter sandwich, but I decided not to use any peanut butter. Or something like that. Well, that's not funny. What? what? How is that
1: weird confession? Depending on how they say it. The boy might be funny.
0: Well, yeah, he he is pretty funny. Yeah, but so I, I think <laughs> I mean, there's something generationally too, in that
1: particular instance. I think yeah. he would be able to present that in a in a funny way.
0: Uh, I think so, but but yeah. what, what we, yeah. you understand what I'm saying, yes. right? And remind me, we won't we will forget this, but remind me, I do have a point about uh, Generation X uh, musical uh, uh anthems to make later.
1: Okay.
0: After we talk about the X Men.
1: Cool. All right. The so X-Men. so you
0: you had said that you were going to kick us off, right? Uh, sure. All right, great. Issue two thirty.
1: Shoe 230 starts in a really weird way with uh, Ileana, Peter Rasputin's sister, uh, getting dressed up and... Um, yeah, this is gross. Yeah, like this weird apple in her mouth thing, like she's some sort of like weird stuffed pig, but I'm not yes. actually sure.
0: A pig is she being like, roasted. Is
1: she like in a trance or what is happening here? Unclear.
0: Unclear. But we find out... But we find out... That it is, in fact...
1: Hold on. So, okay. I was just going to go through it. Do you not want me to? We find out that it is in fact, but that's what I'm saying is that I'm not actually sure that we do find out what that initial thing was because, we, I mean, because we like, see her, uh, the next time we see her, she's like this evil, not evil, but the sort of powerful demon person. So like, was that whole first scene like in a dream or I don't know. Yes. Okay. It was. Okay.
0: Yeah. Th- th- that's what I wanted to say.
1: Yes, we do find out that it's in a dream. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay, so now we're back in. We're in Australia. Yep, we're in the desert, and uh, Colossus is like in his metal form, wearing this like actually strangely alluring orange <laughs> shorts. Really? I don't know. There's okay. something very masculine about that. Like it's like those... the
0: color of the shorts.
1: The shorts <laughs> okay. somehow cool, are like. Cool. I mean, right. and and it's funny because
0: glad know... it's working for you and all of our gay male listeners. <laughs>
1: Presumably. Because Rogue notices too, yeah, yeah, yeah. and is like, oh, "Yeah," because she says, "Oh, oh yeah, she yeah, does." She's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Ooh, big guy, you ha- do you have the slightest notion of how good you look?" And then, and then there's this funny thing where like she touches him and he's like super he's so hot. hot to the touch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah, that yeah. was like a funny. I mean, I'm sure that was intentional. So they're, they're there. He's you know he's a little sad. He's thinking about a sister. He touches his notebook where he's drawn pictures of her, and that catches on fire. Yeah, and it's very sad because that. That burns. Um,
0: yeah, uh, Colossus filling the role of Cyclops, of the male figure for whom nothing goes right.
1: Right, right. Uh, Storm shows up wearing a leather-shirted, maybe bathing suit. I don't know. It's a weird costume. That maybe that's like costume. her new costume yeah. now. Uh, she makes it rain on him and takes it takes him for a flight and and he says that he's been thinking about his sister and dreaming about her right. or whatever he's worried about her yes oh so it was his dream right 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 <laughs> yeah. right Duh. okay okay um and you know he he quotes uh you know lennon saying the uh, the good of the many is more important than the you know the good of he's the actually few. quoting
0: he's actually quoting spock <laughs> from Star Trek. Sure. Um, is that a Lennon quote? I mean, I, I don't know where he. I mean, it's, it, from. it certainly sounds like something that Lennon would say, but um, I, I never actually connected those dots. Famously in Star Trek Two, Spock says, were, to, "Were I to invoke logic, logic clearly dictates that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few." And then Kirk says, "Or the one."
1: He says, um, "Here, yeah. as comrade Lennon taught, the community, our purpose, must take precedence over desires of the individual."
0: Uh, okay. So uh, different words yeah. um, and our desires must be. Okay.
1: Yeah. Different. So then they're in the they're in the kitchen. There's this very charming scene where they're washing the dishes. But oh, that's like, the best. Yeah. yeah that's Peter great. can't can't help with the dishes because he keeps breaking them. And <laughs> yeah. There's only a certain number of dishes. Yeah. Storm is providing sort of uh like water to rinse the thing. And then um, I guess Dazzler is like, ooh, well, yeah, you know, we know that, yeah, he probably shouldn't go see his sister, but at the same time, like, I also have family, I get it, you know, whatever.
0: By the way, on page eight, what is, do we know what Storm is reading in the middle
1: panel? Page eight, hold on, page eight. Yeah, she's
0: like reading a, a, like a a rental contract or something. Oh, no, I don't don't know know what she's reading.
1: Yeah, I don't think that that's made clear anywhere. Maybe she's reading the words of Vladimir Ilyich Lenin.
0: Yep. I'm the walrus. <laughs> I'm the walrus. Uh, that laugh brought to you by The Big Lebowski. Yes. Uh, if you don't understand, uh, go go watch The Big
1: Yes, movie. you should yeah. turn this off because we're not prepared. And just go watch The Big Lebowski. Yep. Nope. All right. So in Walk's Gateway. In Walk's Gateway, who there's some interesting stuff about him later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the for some reason, both the first time I read this and now, yeah um, the bottom panel of page nine, yeah. uh, Wolverine looks naked so that's that was distracting. I was like, is he naked? Duh, yeah yeah well like, he, lo- he looks topless. Uh, I mean yeah, bottom. when you look carefully yeah. you see that he's wearing pants, but it almost looks like they forgot to color in his pants. sometimes I yeah. feel like we see that on, on things that happened. Um, Colossus decides to put on a tank top to go mm-hmm. with his... The funniest thing about that costume is that he wears shoes and socks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't want to get your feet... You're steel. Yeah, you're made out of steel. You're hotter than anything around you. Don't want to get your feet dirty. That's yeah. fine. Um, Gateway opens up this portal for him. He decides to go and arrives just as Ileana is casting this, like, necromantic, uh, bringing people back yeah. from the dead spell. And so...
0: By the way, um, necromantic is uh, people who are really attracted to somebody's neck. Yes. But not in, a, like, a dirty, carnal kind of way, just in a very emotionally supportive way. I'm a necromantic. Yeah. yeah. We'll make you... Support your neck.
1: Make it you your own flag.
0: Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Um, so she thinks, I think at the beginning, that she has actually summoned him right. from the dead. He yes, shows right. up just in time. And
0: so, Sorry to interrupt no, you're here. No, Looking at this page, but also the, the very first page, it looks as though the colors have gotten uh, a refresh for the digital version. Uh, colors just look loads. This happens with some issues in Marvel Unlimited. Uh. Uh, the colors lo- and, and maybe they looked this amazing at the time, but colors mm-hmm. look loads more vivid than uh, I think what we're what we're accustomed hmm. to. Uh, th- that page in particular is one uh, I'm looking at the panel on the top right, uh, like that shade of purple it, it, it is just I don't know, uh, not one that I'm accustomed uh, to seeing. Uh, it, it looks re- it looks fabulous, by the way, and uh, the inks also look really terrific uh, throughout this issue.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah. So, Peter shows up, she's there, and, like, I think he thinks maybe that she's sort of super evil or, like, beyond salvation. I'm trying to... Or maybe what she thinks that same? she is. Hold on. Okay, yeah.
0: Uh yeah, I don't think that uh, does, Peter uh, presumes that.
1: Never mind. This is why we're not prepared. Yeah. So, anyway, she's there and she is... No, I think... I really think... Yeah, he says, can this be you, little snowflake? You have changed so much. I was a fool to come. I can do no good here. Such a creature is beyond my help. So there Um, you go.
0: Okay, okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so she's happy to see him, and she's involved in this uh, sort of battle with, uh, what's the? Sim. Sim. Sim, named
0: for Dave Sim. All
1: right. Who we've seen before. Oh, yeah. 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 Way back
0: when in issue, I think, 160, 161, Belasco. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. And that's how she got into the under the limbo world or whatever. Right. So Peter gets involved uh, defending her and some other things happen. And then before (laughs) you know it, we meet Baba Yaga. Yeah. Or, as I would say it in Russian, Baba Yaga. Okay. <laughs> Which is different.
0: How I mean, I, I get it that you're placing emphasis on a different syllable. That's why it, it sounds different. Is there any other difference? No. Okay. There's no other difference. Cool.
1: Um, and that was super fun for me, partially because it helped, like, it, it triggered my memory of the hilarious uh, scene about Baba Yaga in uh, Ant-Man and in Ant-Man Wasp, Ant-Man and and Wasp <laughs> with, like, the Russian guy. Um, so, yeah.
0: Um. The Master and Margarita does that also feature Baba Yaga?
1: I don't know because I yeah. was never able to read more than a single page. And of does and that
0: book also feature a large cat person? Maybe. All right. Maybe uh, we are literate. I'm actually read, we mm-hmm. don't read literature.
1: We are quite literate, and I purchased a copy of Master Margarita once. That doesn't mean that
0: we're literate. I understand. Way (laughs) back when, but... Great Gatsby didn't read all of his
1: books. I know. I read the Great Gatsby. But (laughs) what I'm saying is that I could not, even for all of my literacy, uh, penetrate Master Margarita
0: you weren't meant to penetrate
1: it. (laughs) I mean, I just couldn't make my way through it. I couldn't. I found it unreadable. Okay. Um, Oh, wow. Maybe a better book for a class where there's like a...
0: It's originally in Russian, the other
1: book? Maybe, probably. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I didn't try to read it in Russian. I tried right. to read it in English, and it was no, no. I understand. Impenetrable.
0: Um, reading something translated is not always an easy yeah. thing to do. Uh, having, I mean, German is the only language I've ever done this with.
1: Yeah, I also failed at reading yeah. *Crime and Punishment*, so maybe I am illiterate.
0: *Crime and Punishment*? That was uh, I made it possibly thirty pages. <laughs> <laughs> into a long, net.
1: a long walk.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know what? You
0: know what I'm going to say. I don't think books are all that good back then. (laughs) I I don't think they were. (laughs) They they just weren't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've read some older books that I enjoyed, but I also read some, like, I read A Tale of Two Cities in school. And so there was, like, a lot of, like, guidance. And, you know, we read, it was, like, a very close reading. So, like, we read it really, really slow. We read parts of it out loud in class, and that kind of made it a little bit easier to understand versus just, like, I'm sitting in my house... Of a Sunday afternoon, right. I'd like to read a book and I pull out Master Margarita and it's like, what? Or, yeah. you know, 100 Years of Solitude. That was another one that day I'd always one. heard good things about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, no, I can't. Okay. Didn't make it past day one. Uh,
0: I, I enjoyed A Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed just reading it, legit just reading it. Uh, I keep meaning to go back to it and reading other Dickens. I, I don't get around to it. But, Like when I read Dickens, I understand what the fuck's going on. Like it it scans as a novel. I started reading Crime and Punishment and like 15 pages into it, what the fuck is even happening? They're just doing all the introductions. Weird weird digressions and shit. And uh, um, I couldn't, it, it couldn't get its hook into me. Yeah. Uh, so th- that was that was my gripe with my comparative gripe between say Dostoevsky and and, and Dickens, period. Yeah. All right. Back it, to the X Men. Back to the X Men, which so, we are literate enough to read. We, we can are. read comic We're books so all day long.
1: So, Baba Yaga, who I can confirm was a real—I mean, not a real person, but like a yeah. real life character in real russian children's stories yeah. a character with whom i was intimately familiar and had heard loads of stories about as a child right. um although not really used necessarily by you know my parents to scare me but sure. it was just you know it was always like the wicked witch always the baddie in, okay. in children's stories
0: and does i'm gonna say bubby yeah i can't do bubby you got. i feel like a like a tough yeah like that you <laughs> can c- carry on but yeah um Baba Yaga, is the thing that Baba Yaga wants to uh, murder and eat the I children? I believe
1: that there is eating, yeah. She's, it's like sort of like the witch in Hansel and Gretel.
0: That's fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The eating didn't seem unfamiliar yeah. to me. Yeah. But
0: Hansel and Gretel, the whole point of that, so I can't remember when it came came around, but uh, the, the deal there is the audience was very receptive to stories about hunger. <laughs> Yeah, they were because like the, the the children were in the forest foraging for food. Yeah, yeah. And what do they find other than some this this massive edible house? <laughs> but then they themselves are Becoming are eating the
1: food anyway. Yeah. So it turns out that Baba Yaga has broken into uh, th- the mansion, the mansion, yeah. and has trapped all of the. Um, the New Mutants, which I guess you could read about in a different issue of The New Mutants. The New Mutants. Yeah. And Ileana escaped and is now trying to save her friends from Baba Yaga, which Peter helps her to do. Right. Uh, there's some fighting and some more fighting. I don't know. It was fun to read, but it didn't really seem like anything all that much right? specifically not, happened. Not super easy to, uh, to recap. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would really... have been easy to recap if I had recapped it, but...
0: Sure, yeah. sure. Art, art is really sensational, I, I think. I am... I, um i'm dreadful with names who is the penciler here it's not mark silvestri rick Lenardi. uh i thought rick Lenardi was to did, did some really good work in this issue
1: yeah yeah the art is cool uh peter Resputin eventually turns back into a, a human shaped person to get oh, through yeah. uh, like yeah. a crack in the in the wall yep. um then he re
0: and and sorry again for because i think you moved past page 18 um, page eighteen, bottom right hand corner, the barrel filled with skulls yeah. <laughs> we 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 need to yeah uh, uh, a, a doff of the hat to to that fantastic image,
1: yeah. So then he becomes human again. then he becomes metal again when she's trying to like eat him. Something about him being. Iron is particularly, yes. Uh, you know the baddies are particularly vulnerable to iron. Yep. Uh, there's this weird scene at the bottom of page 19 or this panel where she's like kind of straddling him, yeah, you know. in his uh, you know, Why t- not? tight orange shorts, which sure, sure.
0: You know, I mean, yeah, I, I think you've <laughs> indicated definitely. that it's a natural response. I'm <laughs> to straddle those shorts. Uh,
1: so so they get rid of they get rid of Baba Yaga and, uh they save her friends yes and she is feeling kind of uh sad because she keeps saying that she knows that peter isn't really real and
0: but beyond that she she said because uh peter's not really real but at at the the crux of that is her having made this choice to invoke some pretty dark magic
1: right which she didn't actually do but she she thinks she she,
0: did Right. Right. She intended to. This is like the Bill Clinton thing. I never inhaled. (laughs) You tried to get high. (laughs) And your defense is you were inept at getting high? (laughs) Right. Ileana tried to invoke some necromantic spell. She wasn't able to do it, but she, she tried.
1: Yes. And then they have this kind of sweet exchange at the bottom where she's, you know... Talks about failure and and being good versus being bad and kind of uh, you know not not succeeding at that he says it's fine because you keep trying to become better and she says that I'm I keep failing right and, and he you, says, keep you keep trying yeah. it's all very touching and then he it's all very touching
0: <sighs> you're a monster <laughs> <laughs> you're just wow you're dead inside okay.
1: And Uh, then he leaves. Yeah, is the thing he says. Remember me, and uh, you know that if someone's not really dead, if they live on in your in your in your memories, and all this, and uh, and then he leaves, which was sad. And I'm not a monster.
0: I know that you're not a monster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then she thinks about bringing him back. No, she oh she knew that the spell was evil. Right. Uh, she and then he she, did more than rescue them. He, he she sa- he saved her from herself. Exactly.
0: She yeah. she almost crossed a line there, and and Peter's appearance pulled her back.
1: Right. Right. And then we're back in the sort of underworld world where uh, Sim is is mad. And uh,
0: yeah, uh, the the final page uh, that I I think is softening the ground for a New Mutants storyline. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't add a whole lot to to this issue. It's just this uh, right, kind of uh, thing, ominous postscript.
1: So that is, that is it. it. That right. was our bad recap. That, that, that
0: actually was not too bad. There yeah. were not. I mean, I'll go back and listen, but I don't think there were <laughs> Tons of that air. many ums. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that was actually not so bad.
1: Uh, it was very weird reading this, and I mean, I know that Bobbyega had come up in in Ant Man, and so that it was like a. Th- I didn't think that that... The movie Ant-Man. Correct. Well,
0: but not actually... No, not actually, right. Like, <laughs> right, just right. as a narrative thing, but yeah, it, was, yeah.
1: it was absolutely bizarre to, like, flip the page and get to that right. thing and be like, what? <laughs> Where did this yeah. come from? This, like, weird Russian folktale character.
0: So comics will do that from time to time. It is, to me, always a little bit jarring. An easy example would be Dracula. I mean, Dracula has shown... We've even read some X-Men where Dracula appears. Because there are... I mean, that would be one, you know, Bram Stoker created Dracula. Um, but it's like, it's public domain. So, like, um, fuck you. We're, right, we're right. Have Dr- but they will also do elements of, of folklore. right. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised, but it was just like we, no, no, you weird should be thing, surprised. Right? Yeah. You
0: you should one hundred percent be surprised because um, you don't expect that. Yeah, it's it's like having Red Riding Hood be a character, right? Like, the fuck, <laughs> what's yeah. going on?
1: Yeah, and I mean, the, I guess the yeah. connection is that they are Russian and all that, but uh, yeah, that was it, that was kind of fun having having Baba Yaga show up in a okay. In a comic, so
0: so I mean the stories about Baba Yaga, your parents would tell them to your relatives. And they were just I don't
1: know they were just in the world. I don't know who would tell them to me. Okay. like they were just part of the folkloric...
0: And but um, because you, you were in the United States when you were four or five years old, I mean, from what what age do you remember this? Or can you assign that with any specificity?
1: No, I remember okay. Baba Yaga my whole life i mean i okay. it's like a it's like a character that existed in okay. my memory from not like again in a scary way it wasn't yeah, something yeah. that i was yeah. aggressively scared of but it was just something that was always there okay
0: so definitely it would have been, i mean some portion of that had to have happened in the united states but yeah. it would have been your parents or relatives yeah. who wrote. yeah
1: someone telling a story or there were what? books you know yeah, russian yeah. books that someone would read although i couldn't read them myself because i couldn't
0: read russian really read yeah. you
1: know maybe i could maybe i did i mean i could read Russian. your ability
0: to read Cyrillic's not amazing now
1: no but it was it was i could read when i okay was little i mean i that read at like four so yes. maybe there were books that i could read myself okay. in russian at that time that had that you know that character anyway that was fun okay yeah let's talk about gateway
0: what about gateway <laughs>
1: Isn't that the guy's name the aboriginal yeah, 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 yeah. guy so the the most interesting thing i found having read the um the powell was that they had planned on making claremont gateway had planned. claremont had planned yeah. on making gateway like the new potentially like the new xavier right um as sort of a mentor to them and that did not happen and right. uh, yeah that would have been cool
0: that would have been cool yeah. it would have looked very different. Um, I'm, I'm going hopefully I'm getting his first name right. My memory of names is is pretty crap. Uh, Bob Harris becomes editor, and his tenure on the X Men. I'm not super familiar with it, but he, directionally, uh, I need to look this up and get my facts right. But directionally, I think like, he's he's not a plus. Right. Um, uh, Powell Senti, doesn't seem to think
1: that he was necessarily a plus either. Yeah, he,
0: and, and there are a lot of X Men fans who feel the same way mm-hmm. that he, he he steered it. And I'm going to look up a couple of things just to to get some facts straight. But um, definitely in the early '90s, this I can I can verify from having read uh, all, some of that content gets very masculine, uh, testosterone, muscly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which is not Claremont uh, at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I and I want to say that Harris has a lot to, to do, do with that. that. But let me look up. Boom, boom. Bob Harris was born in 1959. Um, fill this dead air with something, if you could. Uh, yes. Um, Gateway, tell oh. me more about what you would have enjoyed about Gateway.
1: Um, I don't think that I, I mean, it, it would have just been cool to see what he what he did. But it, it kind of explained, like, who is this weird character? He showed up, like, in, I think, last 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 month's the last issue that we did not read 230 or that we didn't review mm-hmm. and that he's like this kind of all know like how did he know to show up right then at that time to transport peter at precisely the moment when his sister was invoking this very heavy sort of a neck romantic <laughs> spell In the other necromantic <laughs> um, yeah that would have just been a cool i mean it's it's and it's also kind of a fun inside baseball thing to like to to know that that was something that was considered and then you know dropped or forgotten or, or whatever under the leadership of this new person it's like that adds a cool thing to my experience of having read this issue
0: uh, I, I, I fully agree it, um, it, it it does highlight one of the frustrations of reading comic books in that um, there will it, it, it's this push and pull. Uh, conservatism and, and 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 progressive or whatever um there's this push and pull where some folks will say we got to get him back to the mansion others will say we need to move forward we need to get him out of the mansion let's have them based in san francisco now let's have them based in, in australia right and others will say nope nope we have to regress uh sometimes I, I'm, I'm on the side of the people who want to like I, I really miss kitty yeah. Right. And so I would be one of the people, hey, can you bring that character back? back sort of like. But um, the dynamic, you know, I'm well on record of saying I don't like Professor X. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there are those people who absolutely want Professor X to be a, a significant focal character. And Harris would be one of those where he says, all hey, right, we got to get him back to the mansion, get him back to Professor X. And I w- would view that. I don't know how it played out, so we need to um
1: So do they? So do you know if they go back to the mansion and Professor oh, X hell comes yeah. back? Oh,
0: hell yeah. Um, it, 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 I, I know... So, I mean, I've read ahead behind... I've gone back to the future, as it were. <laughs> uh, starting about, like, 1990, 1991, I'm, I'm trying to look for this and uh, talk at the same time. Oh,
1: well, you don't have to look for it. But no, no,
0: I, right. I do want to... Find, I don't know why I can't find this fucking thing, because it's, like, the greatest-selling comic uh, of all time. But yeah, they are back in the mansion. Magneto is evil again, uh, and so on and so on.
1: And then apparently, there's like a whole big thing with um, it, again. I in in Powell, he talks about how how he kind of picks up this idea of like a, a void in time and space, and all these demons coming through, and that that I can't remember what he calls that storyline. Oh, the Inferno it, Saga. Yeah, that yeah, it, it takes that. up That's a most of That's the most of. Uh, 1988, I think, is what. What he said. I'm
0: looking forward to this. I've never actually read it, uh, so I'm I'm very excited about this.
1: Yeah, and then maybe you know, once we return from this trip, we will actually be in town long enough to uh, rec- read and record them <laughs> yeah. in some sort of a few cohesive right. manner, so that we don't forget from you know from week to week, doing, from yeah. month to month, what it, the hell it is that we've been talking about.
0: Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, X-Men number one, X-Men, not the uncanny X-Men. That right. came in about in 1991. Uh, and I want to say that that is the Bob Harris era. I'm just looking up to see if Bob Harris was... Um, yeah. So Bob Harris is editor as of uh, on the X-Men as of the early 90s. He eventually becomes editor-in-chief of Marvel uh, later in the 90s. Mm-hmm. but But he's responsible for all of the X titles as of uh, about that time period and that's a time that some folks really love i am not among them Hmm, Uh, i've read about from like 91 to 94 thereabouts um occasionally all right but (laughs) boy oh boy and so Um, is it is it his
1: sort of leadership that eventually causes chris claremont to
0: we're getting ahead of our story, oh, okay. but um, I, don't, I don't know that you can pin it on Bob specifically. Mm. Claremont does eventually hit, hit a breaking point. Part of that is at about that. So the X-Men is wildly popular. Uh, Bob Harris or no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the X-Men remained wildly popular well into the 90s. They decide to launch a second title, so they've got the Uncanny X-Men, and they're going to have like a a, a second title called Just the X-Men that launches in 1991. It is the... I think still holds the record for the largest number of issues sold for any comic book Mm -hmm, ever. mm -hmm. Uh, Incredibly successful. Jim Lee is the artist... He also does a lot of the plotting, and I, I think a decision w- was made. I need to confirm this looking at Powell and, and Sean Howe and other sources, but um, Jim Lee had a, a, a lot of influence on the direction of the narrative, and mm-hmm. I think Claremont wasn't wild about that, and or he hit a point where he'd been on the title for 17 so years, long, yeah. and he said, I just, you know what?
1: I don't have anything else. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Well, not not I don't have anything else, but like I go ahead it yeah. seems like <laughs> it seems like you've got a direction that everyone is happy with i i don't yeah you know, uh and, and we're skipping over a lot of stuff i i mean okay so other people might have a different narrative yeah. and we might be getting I'm... some of this wrong yeah.
1: all right so i don't have actually loads else to say about this one Okay. It was fun to read because yeah. it, it, you know, had a, a sort of a touchstone um, yeah. evil character from my childhood, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it was pretty simple, and the art was really cool. It was like a nice, right. simply well-plotted little story. Uh, yeah. Powell didn't seem to love this one or the one before.
0: Uh, I, I would agree with yeah. Powell. Um, I think in both cases, the it, it, it feels slight.
1: Right? Yeah, I it, mean... It
0: feels kind of lightweight. Yeah. Um, and in, in not, in not in the good, fun, interstitial kind of ways that you and I both love. Mm-hmm. We get some of this.
1: Yeah. They're washing the dishes. That's fun. That's my favorite can. part of this yeah. issue.
0: <laughs> they're washing dishes. Yeah. 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 The, the action of the story. Um, Baba Yaga and the characters from Master and the Margarita were kind of what the fuck elements
1: <laughs> for me. Yeah.
0: Uh, I forgot about the characters
1: yeah. from Master and Margarita, honestly. The,
0: yeah. The giant cat humanoid cat was was weird so yeah uh, it, it was okay I I like I- Iliana she's an interesting character who occasionally gets stories that she deserves she she's very interesting because she's this uh, she's this deeply corrupted innocent <laughs> right uh, who, who, who is sort of always I- I- at war against her kind of darker urges mm-hmm. that have been awakened. There, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening there. Yeah. And, and, and as a metaphor for the, the transformation, you know, the rapid onset of changes in adolescence, mm-hmm. she's just deeply interested yeah. to me. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: she's almost, almost the antithesis of Kitty. You know, Kitty does uh, grow up very fast. Mm-hmm. She matures very fast, but it's not nearly the same thing as with Ilyana, who's you can't really call it maturity, but, but whose, whose growth, whose, whose progress from child to young woman w- was rapid and loads more complicated.
1: Yeah, Than kitties. Yeah. 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 That's a good yeah. way of looking at it.
0: Yeah. And they're yeah. best friends, right. the two of them. And so the dynamic, having the two of them hang out together and, and Katie recognizing that, uh, yeah, you know, iliana's got these scars from yeah. her Time, from her experience. Yeah, her experience right so yeah. she's interesting. I, I like seeing her and the moments with her and and peter uh i know that you're not a monster but <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the back and forth between the two of them that was the best bit for me yeah the, the comic booky bit. elements yeah. were were a little off <laughs> yeah i
1: yeah. could see that i could see that
0: all right um generation x um the song, All I Want to Do is Have Some Fun, came on the radio uh, the other day, and, and I heard it kind of start to finish. I really like that song. It is... is—I mean, Name another really good song about day drinking. Because <laughs> it is that.
1: I'd have to think about it, yeah.
0: Uh, but it struck me that... So, so, the Generation X musical anthem, you've got a few choices, but usually in anyone's top five is going to be Loser by Beck. Mm. I think all I want to do is have some fun, is just as evocative of that period of time and the age, uh, uh, the youth at that time. Please, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I, I say that's every bit as good as Loser. <laughs> Lyrically, better. The, yeah, l- Losers l- kind lyrics? of a yeah. I don't
1: know. Losers never been a song that I've loved.
0: I love this song. Eh. Uh it, the the lyrics leave me cold. It's, you know, uh, a splinter is with the termite who's choking on the splinter. Yeah, the, it's always felt a little Yeah, get crazy with the cheese self
1: masturbatory somehow.
0: Self masturbatory. Yeah. <laughs> um sort of redundant, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um
1: it's always felt like he was sort of jerking himself off uh Um, with the lyrics like it's too i don't know
0: i i I think the lyrics for loser are actually not bad they're 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 absurdist they're dada uh i I think that the lyrics all i want to do is have some fun are smarter uh than 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 loser yeah um that's a fun song it's a good Mm song, and it just never occurred to me that this this actually this is very much a Gen X -X anthem it's like (laughs) like like like, fuck it uh I'm just gonna get drunk in the middle of the day and also all of the societal uh materialist things either I'm not pursuing them or I I don't find any 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 enhancement uh, with them you know you know the good people are washing their cars and it's like fuck it (laughs) (laughs)
1: So yeah. preceding this with the fact that I don't have any, do you have any other candidates for Gen yeah. X anthems?
0: So those two, um, I'm blanking on the name of the band. Um, Flagpole Sitta is another another uh-huh. goodie. Um, oh, uh, what, what's the Green Day? Speaking of masturbation, what's the Green Day song about masturbation? What's the name of that song? I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah
1: it. Can't even, hum it. Can't even hum it. It's so pathetic. I always rely on um, you for these sort of uh list things because when you ask me a question like that, my mind goes blank and I can't think of a single yeah. song that I have ever heard ever in my entire life.
0: Basket case, that might be it. I don't know. It, it, it's off of um of uh Duda Do- not Dookie, um Yes, Dookie. Okay. Basket
1: Case does not sound like a song that I'm familiar with.
0: God damn it! I don't know. I don't know the names, and it. it's like I've never owned this album, so mm-hmm. I, I I can't trouble myself to to know the name of this song. Yeah.
1: Well, let's not listen to them all and find out.
0: No, we're not going to do that. Uh, next week, we will talk <laughs> about which Green Day song deals with masturbation.
1: Yeah, and by next week you mean in
0: in about three weeks, three weeks. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you think I'm not googling Green Day masturbation, you're mistaken. <laughs>
1: Mast- get some weird day- images.
0: <laughs> not even going into incognito mode for that. Uh, oh, uh Longview is the name uh, of the song. I don't know that
1: one either.
0: Yeah, sit around and watch the tube but nothing's on. I change the channels for an hour or two. Oh, that
1: I know that song. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that that's very much a Gen X type anthem. Yeah. B- 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 yeah. Uh, and I could probably come up with a couple others, uh, you know, given enough time. Uh, and yes, my my notion about Gen X anthems is going to be white and suburban. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that there were... Uh, I'm not sure that... I know emphatically, yeah. <laughs> factually, that there are other candidates for that. I'm sure, like, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg w- w- would have some, some ready candidates. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, female R&B artists would uh, would have a few as well. Yes, yeah, and country um, music
1: would ha- also have some. And, yeah. I don't think so. You don't think I don't so? think
0: that country music really lends itself to Gen X yeah, maybe not. Uh, uh, worldview, um, uh, that kind Fair. of thing. Don't me, well, possibly because, <laughs> well, country music has been writing about getting drunk for no damn reason. <laughs>
1: Since the since, beginning of country music. Since
0: Hank Williams was beating his wife. <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's like the, 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 there's, no, there's no blues song that covers it because it's like, like really? You're disaffected by life? Well, this is fucking Thursday, right? <laughs> here, here at Chess Records. We've been doing this for a long time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do we? Uh, so, so that was that. What, what other pop culture things? What else um, do we want to talk about? Uh, well, so, pop culture, uh, nothing that I can share with you. I've seen two movies lately that but you've I not seen. I saw seen. the uh, I saw Mission Impossible Seven. I don't want to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it for you. But I have thoughts.
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe um, I'll go see that when we're in. You should. When we're traveling.
0: You should. Yes. Yes. While we're, while we're while yep. uh, we're with, with relatives, uh, saw Indiana Jones, the latest Indiana Jones yesterday. Uh, it was fine.
1: I will never see that. So you can tell me all you want about
0: it. There's nothing all that profound that I can say about it. I don't, um, well, okay. Spoilers, since you're never going to see it. Karen Allen is back and I uh, briefly, and sorry for anybody else, uh, spoilers.
1: (laughs) I don't know who that is. Uh,
0: she's, uh, she's Marion. She was in the first one. She's, yeah. Uh, Um, the (laughs) best moment in that movie for me, she shows up at the very end. Right, she's it's, it's an unexpected, practically cameo uh, appearance. The two of them, you know, Harrison Ford and Karen Allen, both long in the tooth, but they both look great. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say this, and I mean it. They both look great for their age.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford <laughs> okay. looks like an old man.
0: Yeah. 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 And as does Karen Allen. But the, the, there's a, this very uh, tender moment between the two of them. They're like, all right. You know, geriatric romance. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know... Uh, I'm not getting any younger. No, and, no. you know, I, I mean, I know that I am looking at, forward in time, but but the, 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 this uh, very touching uh, uh, moment between the two of them, that worked for me. Hmm. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge was terrific. Yeah,
1: I uh, love her. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I, but I, not I,
1: even she made me want to go see that movie.
0: Y- you were just, I mean, I, I totally understand why you... you yeah. Yeah. Uh, having some time to yourself... Yeah, <laughs> is, is a good thing. Very relaxing. Yeah, um, we've got enough in the can here for me to ignore this file for several weeks, <laughs> and not and not put it on the internet. Um, any other pop culture things? Pop that we, wanna... we
1: saw Spider Man.
0: Left me cold, honestly. It had a um, weird
1: ending. It was not what I expected. Yeah, it was too long.
0: He, I, I'll say this. I'll try to make it quick. So now we are uh, um, kind of nearing nearing the amount of time that we have for these things. Yes, the ending was abrupt, and not just because I, I had to go piss during the ending.
1: I was just trying to figure out if it was you that missed the ending, or I missed or boy, the ending. Well, I, the ending. I
0: showed up. There was like thirty seconds left in the ending. I, I went to use the bathroom. I came back, and like some stuff happened. And they're like, in the credits, what the fuck just happened? How long? <laughs> I thought I was pretty efficient yeah. getting. And that, by the way, that's maybe the third time in my life ever that I have so left a movie. Left the movie? The movie. Did
1: he go to the bathroom I, here?
0: Yeah. I, like, I'm not. Not even make I do it. that. I'm not yeah. going to make the
1: boy it. does that. Pretty he often. does, he does.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the things that struck me about it, there's a moment in that movie where Miles Morales, Spider-Man, because you have to say which Spider-Man you're talking right. about. The Miles Morales Spider-Man is going to go back to whichever one of the multiverses, to one of the universes, to, uh, uh, I can't remember who the fuck he's saving. But it's really protracted as they're trying to prevent him from from going. Right. And as I'm watching this, like, this is tedious as fuck. Yeah, Visually, quite... Quite arresting yes. and, and it's great, but like it's tedious as fuck. Um, the, the dialogue is like, I'm gonna go save him. No, you're not. I'm gonna go save him. Yes, I am. No, you're not. What it reminded me of, it took me about a week or so till it occurred to me in terms of pacing and content, it's basically like a musical. <laughs> okay. Well, think about it. I mean, I, I think this is... Ve- and I think this this happens a bunch. I mean, Stranger Things does it as well sometimes. They'll they'll really draw out some climaxes and they're hardly alone in that. Mm-hmm. But that's another good example where my way of thinking is, you know, a good editor could have tightened this
1: up. I mean, I, I feel that yeah. a lot when I see many, 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 yeah. many movies that right. at some that Like, how did someone at some point not be like, you know what, guys? This is too long. Right. And this would be better if we figured out a way to cut 25 percent of it it's too long
0: um, we're making s- similar but 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 in in one material sense I think slightly different yeah. points but um, um yeah but in a musical like a guy is gonna is just is gonna go to propose to his girlfriend or something I, sure I, I don't like musical I'm not into musicals and so I don't know what I don't know what happens narratively but, yeah. but that's the sort of thing that happens so if it were if it were a play, You'd have real dialogue about what's going on, right. but because it's a musical, it, it it is substantively minimal. And the guy says, "Hey, I think I'm going to go propose to my girlfriend," and his three friends are telling him not to do it. Now we get a five minute fucking so, right,
1: song, right? Right, the, the action actually right continues, but the plot pauses for the duration of the song.
0: It is to draw out that emotional idea. Yeah. So, so a musical does this, and, and so the, the the pacing of musicals is such that y- you can amplify moments like that. Yeah. So, when I think about it like that, I think, well, okay, maybe that's what is in their head is that, that they they're trying to amplify this uh, uncertainty. Th- yeah. Not uncertainty, but like, like the, 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 this this narrative crescendo. Yeah. Um. If I say this to the filmmakers, they may say that was the furthest from our mind. We thought that was a real tight, tight scene, <laughs> scene. Right? Yeah. Every no yeah. extra. We couldn't fast. spare yeah. anything yeah. like that. But it, it, if I look at it that way, it, it does make it, it does make me a little more patient. Not patient enough, right. maybe. But uh, it, that was a thought that I had about Spider Man.
1: Yeah, my thoughts on Spider Man are that prefacing it with the fact that I don't like anything in the multiverse. <laughs> we, know, we know, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, leaving that theater, what I remember about that movie is that it looked really cool.
0: Oh, yeah. And looked I cool
1: don't remember what happened.
0: I feel similar. Looking.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like, it was really it was long. Visually, it looked really cool. It was terrific. Yeah,
1: it was fun to look at for yeah. a while. Uh, it had kind of a weird ending, and I don't remember very much. There were parts of it that were confusing, and yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of visually interesting, two things. One, saw yet another preview. Yet again, saw the preview for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I'm not into that comic or mm-hmm. the cartoon series. Actually, I read a few issues of the comic way back in the the 80s when it was an independent, black and white, you know, independently distributed thing. Um, that movie looks fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> that movie looks cool that, as shit. And I'm like, yeah. I think I'm alone in that. I'm going to go see it. I think the boy it. would
1: go see it
0: with you. He doesn't seem interested. No. No. Um, also, on Tuesday, I'm going to go see Barbie. We were driving to the grocery store past, um, uh, you know, that shitty theater near us. A couple of people were going to the theater and they had on, like, like high heels. They uh, like, looked about 16, 17-year-old girls. And I said, who wears fucking heels like that in the middle of the day? The daughter says, I think they're dressing up to go see Barbie. Oh, you're probably right. I'm going to go to Barbie on Tuesday.
1: <laughs> Pretty
0: sure it's sold out. Yeah. Which is, I'm looking forward to. It because I think The, the audience going to be into it. I'm going to be a 51-year-old man <laughs> who's not there with a date, who's not there with a daughter or a niece. Yeah, you're going to seem like a creep. I'm going to look... <laughs> I'm going to look like the, the, the perverted motherfucker. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to... It's, and, it's like a science you, seat. So, yeah. like, when I when I flop down <laughs> with my free pizza and the popcorn that I'm going to order and start stuffing my gob, they're like, this fucking nerd. Yeah. This, <laughs>
1: keep this an sick, eye, twisted Keep an nerd. eye on that guy. Well, yeah,
0: and, like, and, and again, I hate to, like, invoke tropes or anything like that. Like, I don't scan as gay either. No, so like, don't. I have no, no connection no. Yeah. to Barbie. <laughs> yeah. In terms of like yeah. aesthetic or the earthy. wrong the demographic only, a lot of
1: different ways. The only yeah.
0: reason why I'm at this movie because I'm creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, let
1: yeah. me know how that goes. <laughs> well, I'm going to
0: have a good time. Of course you are. Yeah. Because, well, yeah. So Are
1: you going to the Alamo Draft House? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to
0: the Alamo Draft House where, where I'm going to get a free pizza. You hear that? You, you have motherfuckers at Silver Spot. They give me a free fucking pizza for no reason because they like me. I'm very excited because I I, I adore Greta Gerwig. She does amazing stuff, and that's why I'm there. (laughs) I want to have like a sign which says, "I'm actually really into the writing and direction."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? That would not.
0: I know. (laughs) That would
1: seem creepy. That would
0: only invite more questions.
1: (laughs) More, more side-eyed glances. (laughs) I look forward to hearing about that.
0: Uh, And we will in about three weeks. All right.
1: Cool. Thanks for listening.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, X-Men Files. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown, that music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.